The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Ashley Larkin, the TV chef and the Mindful Eating coach, is back with me. Timely advice this week, uh, Ashley, because on Saturday week we have a first Holy Communion. There you go. Now, it is the season. I could show you a picture of our garden. We had diggers in at the weekend, dumpers, you How's name that it. Going? Um, so it's put a bit of shape on the garden, we'll put it that way, but it's brown. Okay. Everything is brown, everything is muddy, and people will have to be told to bring their wellies yes. to the communion. There's just no two ways about it. That's the reality. And you'll anyway. be dining, dining inside, you won't be barbecuing outside this year. No. So we will have to impress people with our dining. Uh, so for people, and we're not alone, it is uh, communion and confirmation season. So lots of people like us having to entertain in the coming weeks. So... If they do. Where where are we starting? What do we do in prep, actually, before we get to the day? Yeah, like that's the whole thing. Um, it, it's, it's so much about how much you do in advance. So let's say you've got communion on Saturday. You're starting a little bit of prep on a Thursday. And I don't mean that as in, I'm going to scare you here, but just get the jobs done, those few little bits early. Um, there's a couple of different things. Like, I suppose the reason that people cater at home is because you kind of have the home comfort piece. A lot of people assume it's going to be significantly cheaper than eating out. And if you're not careful... It's not. And you're actually, you'd be as well to eat out. But you can have a much kind of, I think, a much more customised, nicer experience sometimes at home with a couple of top tips that I'm going to walk you through today. Okay, so where do we start then? You want to create those restaurant vibes at home. You want to give people the impression that they're, you know, in a lovely setting in a restaurant, even if the garden's in a mess outside. They're inside, which is lovely. So you can start with your table. There's a concept called tablescaping. Okay. Right. So this is where you are dressing your table. Little small things like a crisp white linen tablecloth can make a huge difference. Put away the oil cloth for the day. Those disposable things that you see in the supermarket don't go there. Um, a lot of like the likes of Dunn's, places like that, they'll sell them for like 25 euro. One or two of them will do you really well. You can hire them. There's companies like, you know, like Cater Hire. There's gorgeous companies who will, they do very themed kind of, you know, designer style ones, yeah. big patterns. So if you wanted to go with a theme like Sicilian Lemon or Gingham, they will do those as well. Okay. Um, so you can really, like you can go all out or you can kind of tailor it back a little bit. That, um, a lot of our supermarkets are now doing like your bunches of flowers, like your little Zeraldis, four ninety nine, three ninety nine. Those, like in little vases, little jam jars around the table will decorate mm. it. A couple of little tea lights, twinkly lights for the evening. Um, glassware is something that I would say do well. If you're going to have a lovely bottle of wine or a lovely bottle of champagne or Prosecco, you can rent and hire glasses. And a lot of people don't know that. You can get 36 glasses, like really nice wine glasses for about 60, 65 quid. Yeah. So it works out with two euro glass to rent them. Um, the likes of Ikea do really lovely ones for like two or three euro and you can stock up. It, you know, you don't want to ruin a beautiful bottle by drinking it out of a an Out of a tumbler? You know? Yeah. Well, tumbler's okay. No, I like wine out of a tumbler okay. actually. But you know, just a nice glass. Straight out of the bottle. Good. You could do that as well with straw. Um, okay, so that's the preparation. That's our tablescaping. Um, anything else I need to kind of, in advance of the day, make sure I have stocked in the <sighs> fridge, freezer, larder? Yeah, I would say like, if we go at a bar, I suppose first, like the concept of you allowing everyone to free pour, are you, you know, you going to kind of stand at the bar and pour? Are you going to maybe have somebody in to help you do the pouring? No, I'm just going to, we'll scatter the booze kind okay. of around. So ice. free pour. Ice yeah. is one of the things nobody ever, people don't stock up on enough ice. Like four, five, six, seven bags of ice, have them in the chest freezer, you'll go through them. What's a lovely idea is um, if you're having your wine, obviously have your white wine chilled, have your red wine open, uh, have a little measure, you know, your jiggers, your measures, yeah. have those around so that it's not free, free pour and what should be a 
40 mil of gin turns into 80 mils of gin on every pour for somebody. Ah, sure, look, that's half the crack. It's early. We're starting early in the day now. Oh, right, okay, yeah. The other thing which is lovely is to do a signature cocktail. Um, What's really nice for this time of year, it's really light, it's floral, it's spring, it's called a Hugo or a Hugo Spritz. Okay. So it is gin, uh, about 20 mils, 20 mils of elderflower cordial. Um, You're going to top it up with about 100 mils of Prosecco, Mm. soda water, mint, fresh mint and ice in the glass. Or people could make the rhubarb cocktail that you made here only a couple of weeks ago, which was delicious. And would you believe I stewed rhubarb the other day and I've been having it in my porridge every morning. Hey, that is a success for me. It was the easiest thing in the world to do. Isn't it? Yeah. And it elevates the porridge. It was delicious. There you go. And listen, I have a whole host of gorgeous, simple cocktails on my website as well, which is really, really nice. Okay. Um, when people arrive, they're going to be hungry. They're going to be rushing yes. to get to the church or wherever. They're going to be in the door and they're going to be looking at you going, Kieran, where's the food? Where's where, Feed me. Feed me something, yes. right? So you have to have stuff out kind of, yeah. don't you? I would say prep a couple of charcuterie boards and hummus boards in advance. So have a cheddar, a blue, maybe an edam. Have a little bit of maybe martadello, um, a lovely like salami with a little bit of fennel, chorizo, mm. and fig, a little bit of pear, maybe a little tapenade, pesto. You can have those done in advance. And would you... Just leave them kind of in their raw state and let people put it together themselves. Because yes. sometimes, yeah, but sometimes people kind of are reluctant, you know. There's, I know. Whereas if you actually kind of put like your blue cheese on your crackers and leave them, you find people will eat them straight away. Yeah. It's much easier to reach out for it is one that's already prepared cracker. Yeah. So either dot your charcuterie boards that. around. Um, or else, yeah, I mean, if you have time to do up individual little canapes, is gorgeous. I but won't. So, no, you I won't have. And that's the thing you see, yeah. a lot of people don't. The hummus board is a gorgeous one. Buy your hummus or make your hummus. Get yourself a lovely wooden board, mm. uh, a little bit of olive oil, cumin on top, and then roast off. So the day before, two days before, um, roast Mediterranean veg. So your peppers, your courgettes, your aubergine, red onion, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of garlic. Roast those off. Put them in a tubware container or lunchbox. They'll last for two days. And then on Saturday, scoop them out on top of your um, hummus. Yes. Breads around, crackers around. Really, really nice. So that's going to take the hunger off, everybody. Then you want to get to the main meal. Yeah, now the main meal, right. So here's uh, our consideration and the debate we're having in our house. How do you provide sustenance, enough sustenance, a main meal for the people during the day that doesn't involve you standing at the oven? Yes. For an hour or two hours. Yeah. And kind of just cooking, basically. Totally. That is like the last thing. It's going to ruin your day if you do that. There's a couple of options. Um, There's something called before we even get into the recipes, a butcher box, right? So there's a couple of different providers um, and I'll, I'll do up a blog post and I'll put this on my website um, that do boxes. So your veggies are pre-prepared, your potatoes, dauphinoise are prepared, your, you know, sauces are all prepared, yes. stuffing is prepared. They have a card in it which tells you, here's your roast beef, here's your ham, this is exactly how you cook it. So you just put it in, take it out, Bob's your uncle, it's all done. They okay. can be good. They do pulled pork ones. They do Wagyu beef, Wagyu burger ones if you wanted to go down the barbecue route. They do duck ones. So there's loads of different options. And if you kind of wanted just an open the box solution, mm. that's a really, really good one. The other one is you want to cook foods in advance. So whatever, let's say again, communion Saturday or the confirmation, you can start cooking Thursday night. So slow cooker, right? So I've got a couple of recipes for you. The first one is um, a gin and juniper berry stroganoff so it's a pork stroganoff right so that will go in your slow cooker about two kilos of pork shoulder get your butcher to cut it up into small strips slow cooker bit of stock bit of uh, Worcester sauce tomato puree let that cook 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 do its thing take it out seal it then on the day of the communion of the confirmation stir through sour cream 
and roast veggies, peppers, something like that, and then put it in the oven, cover it foil, and reheat it until it's fully cooked. Okay. Or in the microwave. Like you can reheat in the microwave if you need to use your microwave. The other one that I have for us to taste is two. Oh, so lovely. you want to go tray bake style. You want to have it prepped in advance and then serve it out. Yes. So the first one that I have for you to taste, this is a classic of mine. I have been doing it for years. This is chicken with garlic and smoked bacon, okay, in a creamy sauce. So what you do, you take your chicken breast, and I actually went really nice. I got free-range chicken. Sear them on a griddle pan, and then you're going to mix that with a little bit of garlic. And one of the things that shocks me all the time is people don't... Peeling garlic takes time. And people are like, oh, you can buy puree garlic in a jar in all of the supermarkets now. Like three years ago, you couldn't get that. Mm. Use that. So that's Mm. smoked bacon, chicken, creamy garlic, or creamy sauce, stock, cream, your garlic, rosemary in there. So yeah. just literally just whacked everything in. Yeah. C- covered it so brown off all your chicken fillets. Fry off your bacon, your cream, your garlic, pour it over, cover it with foil and do that the day before. Have it done, chill down and then in the oven and just reheat like you're cooking it that day so it's cooked yes. fresh. Peel back the foil and you can have a tray of like 20 of those done and just let everybody serve it up. A little bit of rice. Delicious. A little bit of potatoes. It's nice, isn't it? Mmm. There's loads of lovely flavour. So good. That's something that's really, really easy. Now, the other one that I love to do is... I'm not finished this one yet. No, I know, actually. yeah, keep going, you're all right. <laughs> go on, We've we got a bit to What's do. the other one? The other one is salmon or sea trout, which is really nice. Again, mm-hmm. prep in advance. You can buy a side of salmon or you can do your individual portions. This one is so clever, right? So I'm actually going to assemble it while we're here because I want to show you how easy it is. So what I did in advance was I got my salmon. Okay. Put butter and maple syrup over the top. Easy. Lemon, dill, roasted in the oven. Yeah. So you're talking 25 minutes. You can do that the day before. Yes. Then in a little bowl, I have sour cream. So I've mixed together my sour cream. I'm actually going to serve this up first. Can I grab a fork off you yeah, over there? Yeah, go for it. Um, so I have sour cream. I have dill, chives, parsley, tarragon, um, all of those kind of soft, fresh herbs. So you do this in advance. Yes. Pack it's made up the day before in a bowl. You dollop this sour cream herby mixture on top. Mm. Then the secret, which is pomegranate seeds. Oh, yeah. And pistachios go on top. A little bit of dill to garnish. And that is one of the most stunning salmon dishes genuinely oh, you will ever lovely. taste. What happens is that maple syrup caramelizes um, with the with the butter. Yes. And it forms this glaze and it's so lovely. And then the freshness of the pomegranate with the... I love punch. pomegranate in a salad. Just a great little, tre- little treat when you come across it. Totally. It's, you know what it is? It's the citrus burst. So it tastes that citrusy mm. without being that overpowering lemon flavour. Isn't that so good? That is so delicious. And like you kind of don't even know why it's so good, but it's so good. You've got a little bit of umami going on in there. And like I said, either sea trout or salmon, do a side or the like individual fillets, hot or cold. That works mm. really, really well as a dish. So it's lovely. And the pistachios are great in it. Yeah, they're a little bit of crunch, but there's something kind of interesting and bright as well, which mm. is really, really nice. Now, I have dessert and I have drinks to talk about as well. Oh God, okay. So... A lot of times we are tending to go for Prosecco at these events, okay? Yeah. Which is lovely. There is an alternative. All that's right. not too expensive. Um, it's an alternative to Champagne called Cremant. Where is that from? It's French. Okay. Um, there's seven different regions in France that specifically make it, but it can't be called Champagne because it's not from the Champagne region. So okay. I'm going to open a bottle of Cremant right. for us to taste. Yeah, I know I'm nervous too. Why? Here we go. And I found a beautiful glass, actually, for us to drink it from. Mm. Um so the idea is that this bottle is 16 euro, okay? It's a supermarket bottle. Is that all? Yeah. So for, like, for bang for your buck for you serving it You hear that, Fizz? Nice. 
It'll make people thirsty now listening to this. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. And the idea mm. is that this is creamier. It's a little bit more almost caramelly, rounded, softer, biscuity almost than the kind of the, the, the over lively acidity of a Prosecco. Yeah, it doesn't have that um, that crispness maybe that yeah. you'd imagine with the Prosecco. It's more rounded. It's a little mm. bit more sophisticated. Um, a sharp or something. Yeah. yeah. So for, for, the, for kind of in around 16, 20 euros. That's very good. It's really, really nice. I actually went with a Cremant for my wedding instead of a Prosecco or a Champagne. And it, it's, it's a lovely one to go with. The final thing is dessert. Okay. Tell everybody bring a dessert is my first piece of advice. Get the pavlovas in, get the cheesecakes in. Anybody who can Absolutely. make you anything, bring it. Yes. But what I always love to do, I have two options, is a brownie stack or a chocolate biscuit cake. Okay. Um, brownie recipe, it's my ultimate brownie recipe. It's on the website, cut it into cubes and then you basically leave all the bowls out yeah. of um, strawberries and little bits of sweets and then the kids can build their own little tower, serve it up. Um, I have it on my Instagram and it's really lovely. Or the other one is the infamous chocolate biscuit cake. Okay. There are so many bad chocolate biscuit cakes in this world that it it kind of upsets me a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, My mom makes an epic chocolate biscuit cake. She won't give me her recipe. I rang her in the supermarket yesterday thinking I could like get it out of her a little bit. She won't tell you? No, still hasn't shared it with me. Won't write it out, won't give it to me. So she gives me these snippets of information every now and again, right? Okay. Um, the top tip is, and this is like no other chocolate biscuit cake you'll have eaten. Honestly, if you're not like blown away by this, I'll be very sad today. Mmm. Mmm. Good, isn't it? That is really delicious. That is good quality chocolate. There's the, the secret to my one. And the caramel. Yes, the caramel. Yeah. It's condensed milk. Oh, is that what so, it is? And you just open the tin. You don't just cook it or anything. So it's melted mm. chocolate, pour in your condensed milk. I put crunchies in there. I put ginger nut biscuits. I put a little few marshmallows, Maltesers. Line a tin with cling film, put it in the fridge overnight. Bob's your uncle. Like it won't take you more than 15 minutes to make, but just spend your money on getting a decent chocolate and your condensed milk. And that's, that's the secret. That's delicious. My daughter doesn't eat caramel. Oh. Will not eat it. Will not. Doesn't like. Do you know what? She doesn't like different textures. In the same food. Okay. So she will separate all the food on her plate as well and eat it. Yeah, yeah. She just, she, you know, she likes to eat the vegetables and then the potatoes and then the meat or whatever it happens to yeah. be. Doesn't like it all mixed. There you yeah. go. And if you want, if she wants chocolate, she just wants pure chocolate. Just okay. Yeah, yeah. Dairy milk chocolate. There you go. So anyway, more chocolate biscuit cake for the rest of That's us. It. That's my view. Listen, it's a brilliant one. Make Her it in advance. Loss. You can make it this week, pop it in the freezer. It freezes brilliantly. Mm. Take it out, drizzle a little bit of chocolate over it, a few strawberries on top, a couple of little garnishes. Edible flowers are a beautiful garnish, by the way, as well. Um, not all supermarkets will have them, but they really like jazz up a little dessert. Oh, well, listen, uh, great advice. And I know there'll be lots of people desperate uh, to follow it because <laughs> it is communion and confirmation season. We're deep into it now. Uh, so there'll be lots of uh, people planning uh, to entertain over the coming weeks. And if you missed any of what we said, don't worry, we'll get it up as a podcast uh, very quickly. And what we're going to do now is we're going to take a very quick commercial break. And while we do that, myself and Ashley are going to finish all of this booze. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.